In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome today to morning celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. I especially ask you to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, uh, Patrick and Margaret McLaughlin, who uh, Mass is requested especially by Betty O'Donnell today uh, for her parents. And please also remember in your prayers of today's Mass, uh, Jackie Riley, whose first anniversary of death is today, and we especially remember him in our prayers today at Mass. And we send our special condolences and prayers also to Betty and the family who are watching with us. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy. Let us pray. May your spirit, O Lord, we pray, imbue us powerfully with spiritual gifts, that he may give us a mind pleasing to you and graciously conform us to your will. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Since the Tribune wanted to know what precise charge the Jews were bringing against Paul, he freed him and gave orders for a meeting of the chief priests and the entire Sanhedrin. Then he brought Paul down and stood him in front of them. Now Paul was well aware that one section was made up of Sadducees and the other of Pharisees. So he called out in the Sanhedrin, Brothers, I am a Pharisee and the son of Pharisees. It is for our hope in the resurrection of the dead that I am on trial. As soon as he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was split between the two parties. For the Sadducees said there is neither resurrection nor angel nor louder, not nor a spirit. And while the Pharisees accept all three of these things. So the shouting grew louder, and some of the, Pharise the scribes from the Pharisees' party stood up and protested strongly. We find nothing wrong with this man, Suppose a spirit has spoken to him, or an angel. Feeling was running high, and the tribune, afraid that they would tear Paul to pieces, ordered his troops to go down and haul him out and bring him into the fortress. Next night, the Lord appeared to him and said, Courage, you have borne witness for me in Jerusalem. Now you must do the same in Rome. The Word of the Lord. 
Preserve me, Lord, I take refuge in you. Preserve me, God, I take refuge in you. I say to the Lord, you are my God. O Lord, it is you who are my portion and cup. It is you yourself who are my prize. I will bless the Lord who gives me counsel, who even at night directs my heart. I keep the Lord ever in my sight. Since he is at my right hand, I shall stand firm. And so my heart rejoices. My soul is glad. Even my body shall rest in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, nor let your beloved know decay. And you will show me the path of life, the fullness of joy in your presence. At your right hand, happiness forever. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus raised his eyes to heaven and said, Holy Father, I prayed not only for these, but for those also who through their words will believe in me. May they all be one. Father, may they be one in us as you are in me and I am in you, so that the world may believe it was you who sent me. I have given them the glory you gave to me, that they may be one as we are one, with me and them and you and me, may they be so completely one that the world will realise that it was you who sent me and that I have loved them as much as you loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am so that they may see always see the glory you have given me because you loved me before the foundation of the world. Father, righteous one, the world has not known you, but I have known you, and these have known that you have sent me. I have made your name known to them, and will continue to make it known, so that the love with which you loved me may be in them, and so that I may be in them. The Gospel of the Lord. If you've been coming to Mass over the last few days, we've been following the fortunes of St. Paul and uh, on another occasion he spoke to the leaders of the church at Ephesus telling them that he, he was going to Jerusalem and they expected that he would be imprisoned there and maybe uh, receive uh, much persecution. So today we've kind of jumped forward a couple of chapters uh, to find that Paul is in actual fact in Jerusalem and he's standing trial uh, for accusations that are made against him. But we find him uh, today uh, in the midst of the Sanhedrin, uh, this group of the leaders of the uh, Jewish community in Jerusalem. Uh, and it's made up of what we hear are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So these are two different religious parties that are the main kind of leaders uh, in the uh, Jewish uh, faith at this time. And just to understand uh, them a wee bit uh, closer, a, a wee bit in more detail, the, the Sadducees would be kind of the conservatives or the more traditionalist group uh, and they only recognised uh, 
the first five books of the Old Testament, what we call the Pentateuch. Nothing else was important. The, the only thing that you had to obey was what you found there. But strange enough, uh, although we don't really think of this, the Pharisees were the more liberal uh, of the religious group themselves. Uh, not liberal in, in the sense that we might know, but, but a wee bit more expansive. Uh, and they uh, believed and trusted in all sorts of things, like uh, took the prophets seriously, uh, believed in a, a resurrection and so on. So what we find then is that uh, St Paul himself is before these two groups. And we know that previously that uh, Paul himself was uh, a Pharisee himself. And he mentions this uh, uh, at this trial, that he's a Pharisee, that he belongs to a particular group uh, that belongs, uh, that believes in a resurrection from the dead. And of course that causes chaos because the Pharisees then take uh, Paul's part and there's kind of division that, that get, uh, and turmoil that, that, that comes in, in the gathering. It's a kind of uh, a wily move, if you like, on, on Paul's part. He's, he's probably kind of trying to d divide the group itself. But anyway, what we hear is that he ends up in prison again. And what we hear is that he receives some kind of vision or some kind of intuition that not only will he be able to witness here in Jerusalem, but he'll also be able to witness in Rome. And so it is, because what we hear then is that St Paul himself is in actual fact brought up in a, a Roman town. Uh, and because he's in a, uh, been brought up in a Roman town and born in a Roman town, that makes him, makes him a Roman citizen. And so what happens is that he appeals directly to the emperor uh, that, uh, to hear his case. So that means then that he has to travel all the way through the lands uh, to Rome uh, and of course uh, what happens is that he is found guilty and that he, uh, he loses his life in Rome uh, and so bears witness in Rome just as the, uh, the vision or the intuition uh, speaks uh, to him uh, today in that reading. We continue also in the reading of Mass today the priestly prayer of Jesus uh, and as I mentioned yesterday if you were here at Mass it seems to me very often that it's suffused, if you like, by, by the ascension itself. It makes sense in, 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 in the, uh, when it's read alongside uh, the events of the ascension because it, it kind of speaks of the time in which Jesus himself is, is leaving, going away, departing. Uh, and of course, that's exactly what happens in the ascension. And what we find then in, in the prayer itself is Jesus praying for what will come afterwards to those that are his disciples, to those that will listen to their words, uh, to their unity with one another, uh, to the fact that they will witness uh, to him. And these uh, words themselves today as we listen to them uh, and as we listen to what happens to St Paul uh, maybe reminds us that those words come into action in the life of St Paul, um, that they are very much present in, in his life because he uh, also has listened to other people and he also becomes a witness and he also is connected and, and united to Jesus in his own life and he also has to bear witness to what he himself knows and believes in his heart. 
and we kind of think of our own uh, belief itself. Uh, we don't very often think of ourselves as witnesses, but very often when we do think of that, we, we're very aware of our own shortcomings, uh, how shallow our words sometimes seem, uh, how inconsistent our actions are, um, how we believe one thing and yet don't always practice what we believe. But of course there's that connection, isn't it, between belief and witness. So today in our own life, we, we hope to witness uh, to the power of Jesus' words, to the spirit, power of the Spirit in our life, uh, to bear witness just in the small actions and deeds of our own life, and to seek that consistency and that connection between what we believe and what we actually practice in our own life. Um, if we can kind of bring those things together, uh, then we're achieving a lot. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer. Fruit of the vine and work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. And pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Graciously sanctify these gifts, O Lord, we pray, and accepting the oblation of this spiritual sacrifice, make of us an eternal offering to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For the Lord Jesus Christ, the King of glory, conqueror of sin and death, ascended to the highest heavens as the angels gazed in wonder, mediator between God and man, judge of the world and Lord of hosts, he ascended not to distance himself from our lowly state, but that we, his members, might be confident of following where he, our head and founder, has gone before. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin, and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant our peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. May the mysteries that we have received, O Lord, we pray, enlighten us by the instruction they bring, and restore through our participation in them that we merit we may merit the gifts of the Spirit. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us in these days. Hail Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, hail our life, our sweetness and our hope. To thee do we cry for banished children of Eve, to thee do we send four sighs, mourning and weeping in the valley of tears. Turn then, most gracious advocate, thine eyes of mercy towards us, and after this our exile show unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary, pray for us, O most holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. And we pray for those who have died, especially Patrick and Margaret, and also Jackie. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. And may their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended.